You are listening to Embrace Your Center with me, Julie Blackburn. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor, registered art therapist, and owner of Chartreuse Center. Embrace Your Center focuses on connecting with your authentic self as you experience life-changing events through fertility struggles, perinatal issues, or grieving the loss of a loved one. Get comfortable, take a breath, this time is for you. Welcome to today's episode of Embrace Your Center. We are taking time to talk about self-care, self-love, and reclaiming joy for those of you struggling with fertility. If you are a listener with perinatal or bereavement needs, certainly the information is applicable. Just keep in mind this episode is from the fertility perspective. This topic was requested by a client, and I truly agree that how we attend to ourselves is of high importance. At this time, I want you to grab some paper and a pen or marker or um, a number of pens and markers in different colors, which I always do, uh, because I am going to give you some work to do through this episode. If you're driving or walking, please keep your eyes in front of you while you contemplate the discussion. When you are exploring fertility, there is so much focus on only one aspect of your life, baby making. This may be simply taking your basal body temperature in the morning for women or wearing boxers for men. It can move into watching for signs of ovulation as you have an app that you enter all that data into and then at some point you now know now is the optimal time to conceive, also known as a get busy now. Uh, moving into fertility tests and treatment where for women you have all different types of pokes from ultrasounds and blood draws to inseminations, retrievals, and embryo tra- transfers. For men, you're asked for your donation. You have your own urology tests and procedures. And, you know, together, you and your partner, we need each other's emotional support through all of these parts of the process. So does this this sound familiar? Well, there's two parts to this. Where is the intimacy, passion, and connection between you and your partner? The other is, what about the rest of your being? Where did you go? We are really going to focus on the latter. Uh, Intimacy, passion, and connection are attended to in another episode. We are talking about you today. You have consumed yourself with growing your family, going to Dr. Google to find answers to your health conditions in relation to conceiving. You've joined blogs and online groups in hopes to learn of something new to try or to connect with others that are struggling as you are. You read books about lifestyle and nutrition and explore alternative treatments like acupuncture, massage, yoga, reflexology, and essential oils and the hopes to improve your outcomes. Somewhere along the way, your spirit and soul is lacking nourishment and attention. The areas of your life that made your heart sing are no longer in your sight or certainly not of high importance as they once were. Your sleep has changed, your focus is different, and you work at being present throughout the day. Well, today we're going to change that. I'm here to tell you all of you matters. It's unrealistic to think that you would be the same person you were before your fertility concerns. 
You are clearly being challenged on a regular basis in many different aspects of your life. In the Basics of Grief episode, I touched on the fact that grief is experienced through emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and relational aspects of your life. We are going to do an exercise that helps you connect with those various aspects in a way that helps you feel like you again. It's really starting to bring intention and awareness and and bringing those things that you want to feel to the forefront. So grab your pen and paper. This is where they come into play. And we are going to start by making a grid. Set your paper horizontal. And I want you to make five equal columns. Label each column. The first is emotional. Then there's mental. Next is physical. Spiritual. And finally, relational. In the first column, I want you to write things that you want to feel. Please keep this simple, and I only want you to choose three to four feelings. So things like content, confident, healthy, hopeful, funny, happy. You can do this exercise again and again with different feelings, so really, Please keep it to only three or four things. That's, that's optimal. In the other categories, you are going to fill in things that you can do to bring that feeling forward, to elicit that feeling. So let's use the example of confident, and I'll use myself as an example. If I want to feel confident, there's things that I do on a regular basis that help me feel this way. If I'm not confident, I tend to fall out of practice, routine, or connection with those things. When I am confident, my thinking patterns are different. So this would be the mental. I tend to be able to recall where things are in my house. I have mental clarity, and I'm a problem solver. I would put those words in my mental column. So things like clarity, finding things, problem solver or maybe organized might be something in there. The action I may do to inspire that mental response would be slow down or look around. When I'm not, when I am, excuse me, when I am confident, I am not rushing. I'm intentional and my head is up and my eyes are open. So it's really important to, for me to remind myself to slow down and to look around if I'm trying to have some clarity or awareness in my thinking. In the next column is physical. When I'm confident, this is really simple. I practice skincare and I enjoy my makeup routines. I am a skincare and makeup junkie. Have to admit it, it's a guilty pleasure. So much that I even have started to make my own skincare. Uh, for the things that I know that my skin needs. So when I, so I would put that skincare and makeup in the physical column. For spiritual, I connect with my soul and the universe through nature and art. 
So in that category, I would simply write time in nature or creating art or making art in the spiritual column. Finally, in the, finally, I relate to people differently when I am confident. So I know that I reach out more, I share my ideas more, I'm more honest and open in my communication and the issues that are on my mind. Uh, so I would put those three things down in the relational category. So reaching out, sharing ideas, and maybe being more open or honest with the people in my life. Now I want you to take a minute and think about yourself and only one of the emotions that you can put down in those categories. So you, whatever you put down, just choose one. Write something in each category that would let you know that you are experiencing that feeling. If this seems to be an easy task for you and you, you have that extra time, you, by all means, attend to another emotion and do the same activity going through each of the different criteria. Um, for some of you, this, this might be tough getting started. And like I said, some of you, this might be a really easy process. Try not to overthink this and really write just what easily comes to mind. If you get stuck, move on. You can always go back later. One minute starts now. So how'd that go? Uh, what you are creating for yourself is a list of things that you can do to help you begin to do again, to help you feel like yourself again. So starting today, you are to do only one of those things on that whole list. Only one. It's interesting. When I get into a rut, it's very, very clear. My skin starts to look horrible because in all honesty, that's the first thing I notice I'm not doing. When I set that intention to focus on that, I begin to like my skin again. And after a little while, I naturally begin to wear my makeup different again. I might even eventually begin to return to drinking more water and doing that healthier lifestyle or doing my hair more often again. It all comes in time. The idea is to start with simple things that will help you lead to how you want to be. In the episode notes, I'll provide you with a template and, and the example I gave you with, with my particular ideas so that you can have a starting place and a, and a template you can use again and again. The next topic is self-love. 
Fertility is tough on our views of ourselves. We are inundated with information about what's wrong with us in one or more areas of our body. Maybe you have polycystic ovaries or your thyroid is overactive or maybe underactive or you have known genetic issues in your family or you need to gain weight or lose weight or your period is irregular or you have birth defects that you are just now learning about. Many of these things you have lived with for many years and it didn't hurt your self-esteem or self-concept. Now it hurts to hear all of this uh, perceived negativity about you. We need to look beyond the fertility information and messages you're, you're, you're receiving. We need to change the locus of control from doctors and nurses and even social workers and adoption specialists back onto ourselves. We need to change the focus onto the qualities and things we do that are uniquely us and accept that our fertility is a part of the greater whole. Not that we're saying it doesn't exist or that it's not there. It's part of us, but there's other things too. Maybe I should rephrase that. And there's other things too. So ready for the next exercise? This one's a little different. We are going to explore our sense of being in relationship with our connection with colors. The next exercise is a guided meditation that takes you through colors and encourages your insight to explore different aspects of your being. On a new sheet of paper, I want you to write the names of the colors, or if you have the color, you can just use the color. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. The meditation will connect a color with a quality. After the meditation, you will capture the unique qualities about yourself that you um, identified during, during that time. This is a tough exercise because you've been beating yourself up for, a long, for far too long. In the notes, I will have my example and again, a template for you if you need one. I want you to find a spot, get yourself comfortable. If you're driving, I want you to keep your eyes open. If you're walking, keep your eyes open. Um, and you can still participate by being very intentional uh, with your thought patterns. So for those of you who are in a comfortable spot, close your eyes. We are going to slow down your thoughts and focus on you. Take a slow, deep breath in. Hold it. Slowly blow the air out like you are blowing up a balloon. Again, breathe in. One, two, Three, four, hold it. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Continue to focus on your breath as you breathe in. 
hold that breath and breathe out. You are alive and colorful for each color is a beauty within you. You have a unique connection with each color. There is a vibrance that shines from within. In your mind, see the color red. Focus on the red in your heart and being. What greatness is within you that is red? In your mind, move to the color orange. Focus on the orange in your mind and being. What is amazingly orange within you? In your mind, see the color yellow. Focus on the yellow of your limbs and being. Where in your life do you shine? In your mind, See the color green. Focus on the green in your core and being. You can count on things in your life. What is within you that you can rely on? In your mind, see the color blue. Focus on the blue in your views and being. What is of value and importance to how you live your life? Finally, in your mind, see the color purple. Focus on the purple in your soul and being. What in your life creates inspiration and creativity? Take a breath in. One, two, three, four. Hold it. Breathe out one, two, three, four. And when you're ready, open your eyes. I'm going to give you 
one minute to write your color associations. Take that time. We'll talk in just, just one minute. It starts now. All right, so I'll share with you some things that I put on my own color list. I love the smell of dirt that comes with the rain, and I am a consistent person. I love food and eating with other people. I like watching other people grow and succeed. Uh, fall is my favorite season. I love rubbing my, actually my upper lip on my dog's forehead when I give him kisses. It is such a great feeling. These things are, are truly me. I will have this guided meditation for you as a separate audio clip for you to be able to listen and meditate on as, as often as you'd like. This is a great tool when things haven't been going so well or if you're feeling defeated. Remember, whatever the struggle, in whatever area of life, we are a whole person. And you have many parts that are absolutely great. So the final section of this episode is to reclaim joy. Oh my goodness, this is a biggie. I can tell you honestly, this takes time. And we're, we are going to simply begin that process today. Think about if you are a more verbal and writing person or a more visual person. This activity can be done in a number of different ways. And I'm going to give you just a few. Technology is awesome. So we're going to incorporate that as, as we move along. Capturing joy is part of this reclaiming process. It requires you to get out of your head, out of that rumination of thoughts, and focus on the world around you. Let's get to the good stuff on how to connect with joy. So journaling. I know this is a, an interesting topic and don't turn me off right now, um, but we're going to talk about different ways of doing this. So my sister gave me a super sweet journal that gives just enough space for one sentence for each day throughout the year. And it's meant to capture your life for five years. 
I'm not really a person who journals and this, this makes it really easy for me to engage. It's also pretty awesome to see what happened in the pretty previous year. Pretty cool. So journaling can also be done on your Outlook calendar where you enter a note each day of something that made you smile or caught your eye. So it doesn't have to be so specific or so structured where you're sitting down and actually doing a, a journaling entry. If you're a talker, you can do a video journal or make notes into your phone to keep track of those little bits of joy. My actual favorite activity is to capture joy through pictures and through images. I am a shutterbug. Uh, I love to have my pictures with me and I look at them often to remind myself of great moments in my life, things that are funny or just something that looks cool or inspiring to me. I have a photo album in my phone of just those happy images, just those joy images. This is another way to do that. It doesn't have to always be a gratitude type journal or a happy journal. It can be something that is just imagery. I often give these tools that I've shared with you as homework assignments. You are too important and valuable. You are a whole person with amazing qualities. You are unique and wonderful. And it is time for you to take some time for self-care. Return to self-love and reclaim joy. So this concludes this episode of Embrace Your Center. Episode notes are available at www.julieblackburnlcpc.com under the blog tab and then just go ahead and find this episode. Look for the guided meditation audio as well. I encourage you to share any of your happy thoughts or images in the comments. I love sharing joy and celebrating others.